Welcome back to the Suraj podcast. In the previous episode, we ended with a description of both armies arming themselves up again, prepping themselves for basically another attack. Three out of the five Turk generals have been killed in the battlefield: Bandar Khan, Asman Khan, and Koja Anwar. The two remaining, Kutub Khan and Kale Khan, have now agreed to press in and attack again from the west side of Kartarpur. Guru Hargobind had returned from his residence, prepped his troops up, pumping them up with a short speech before the next wave of attacks. So the battle drums are now sounding off for both armies. Chapter 29 begins with Guru Hargobind telling Bidhichand, he says to him, "Take a cavalry force with you and flank the Turk forces from one side when they attack." So Bidhichand now sets off with his force. The Turk forces now at this time they lay their attack in a great fury. They're shooting their matchlock matchlock rifles. You know, great volleys of these bullets are flying through the air. Flashes uh, of fire are coming from the rifles. They can be seen everywhere in the battlefield. There's a horrific sight on the battlefield, and it's as if it's a massive storm happening. You know, the smoke from the rifles are clouding the sight on the battlefield, but the flashes from the rifles appear like lightning through the clouds. and the sound of the rifle sounds like thunder countless warriors are dying and falling to the ground horses are falling as well the ones that are saved are running away for their safety away from the battlefield the warriors are facing off against each other like they're playing holi spraying each other with red with red powder they are just drenched in blood yelling kill kill the brave warriors are not taking even one step back Many brave, strong, egotistical warriors have fallen in the battlefield. Dust from the ground, from the horses galloping, is now rising high into the air and blocking the sunshine. The armies on both sides are playing their drums to the beat of rag maru, as the warriors are pitched in a furious battle. Both sides are enraged. Their eyes are dark red. The Turks are yelling at the six, asking where their guru is. and why is he not on the battlefield if he considers himself as a warrior the they are pumping each other up telling them to hold the line as they continued to attack the six their rifle fire however is not being successful it's not hitting many six the six however are continuing to shoot them down the turks have now closed the distance though and now are right right in front of the six who are led by amia and merchan The six now begin to take out their swords and begin to chop down uh, the Turks. Amia and Merjan are moving around the battlefield, chopping the Turks down um, in such a deceptive manner that they're avoiding strikes as well from the Turks. Their swords are moving around, flashing like lightning. Some of the warriors, some of the Turk warriors, are having their shoulders cut. Some of them are having their face chopped off. Some are having their hands chopped off. Some are beheaded. The, war- the swords of the warriors are drenched in blood, looking as if the swords themselves are chewing betel nut. The battle actually looks like a wedding. Both sides are meeting each other, embracing each other. The warriors, radiantly red, are being watched by the abbasarans, the angels, the heavenly damsels from heaven, who come down and marry them, marry the warriors who die bravely on the battlefield. The sounds of the wedding. are the war drums and the people yelling kill kill this is great excitement and a buzz on the battlefield like a wedding 
and everybody's drenched with blood and colored in red. Amiya and Merchan now are surrounded by the Turks. Their eyebrows are raised high, their eyes are red, and they're biting their lips, chopping down the Turks. Both of their horses were cut down now, so they begin fighting on foot. Mehrchan, while fighting, is getting cut down. Just pieces of his body are being ripped off and cut as he's continuing to fight. He falls down on his knees with flesh being chopped off his body, body but he's still continuing to fight, not giving up. Amiya sees this and he's enraged, and he jumps to protect him. He begins chopping down Turks, sending them to death's door. Amiya also becomes surrounded by the Turks and he begins uh, being chopped down. He's also cut piece by piece, but he doesn't even blink and he continues to fight. During this, both Amiya and Merchan attain martyrdom, Shihidi, on the battlefield. And the Apasaras, the heavenly damsels from heaven, come down and marry them and carry them up back to heaven. Good Hargobin sees this furious battle happening and begins shooting off arrows, pushing back the Turk forces. His arrows are going straight through, through the Turk forces and even their horses. With one arrow, he's knocking down countless Turks. Bodies are now being piled up of the Turks. Some are yelling for help. Some are yelling for water. Some are being trampled by their own horses after falling down. Kotob Khan saw this and became infuriated at his troops and at Gudhargun. He changes his direction with his horse and heads towards Gudhargun, yelling at him, telling him to stay still all the while shooting off arrows at Guru Hargobind. Guru Hargobind avoids some of these arrows by Kutub Khan and then takes one arrow out and shoots his horse down straight in the heart and the horse just drops right away. Kutub Khan jumps off, he's not deterred and he runs towards Guru Hargobind with his sword out, yelling at him. And getting right in front of Guru Hargobind, he takes a swing. Guru Hargobind quickly maneuvers his horse but still the face of his horse, Sohela, gets cut. Guru Hargobind then takes the sword out and cuts down Kutub Khan. He decapitates him so clean that his head falls to one side and his body continues to dance around for a few steps before also falling to the ground. At this time, Bilichan comes with his force and flanks the Turks' forces, causing havoc, butchering down the Turks now, cutting them down, shooting them with arrows, with rifle fire, piercing them with spears, cutting them with swords. Blood is now drenched on the battlefield, and wild dogs, jackals, vultures, joganis have come into the battlefield to drink the blood and eat the rotten meat to their hearts content. The author of Kavikasundoksing says, you know, how much further can I describe how the Sikhs were butchering the Turks here? It was a horrific and frightening sight. Many Sikhs were killed also in this battle. Whoever saw this battlefield was horrified. Ghalib Khan, the main general now from Peshawar, saw this and lost all hope for victory now, as he only had a few troops left. So this is how chapter 29 ends. In the next episode, we'll hear how Ghalib Khan then tries to duel with Guru Halgwan as a last-ditched effort to win the battle. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Gauga